on a 30 barrel brew house thousand you know thousand gallons at a time so we have a only a thousand uh only a thousand at a time oh yeah <laughs> and and when we do triple turns so we're doing three of those a day wow so that's, that's a lot of beer wow jesus Greg, that's 3,000 gallons a day. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, thank you. you. Thanks for that quick math. I was, having, I was still trying to catch up. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. It's the Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for joining I am Greg. I'm being joined by uh, the cover of his jacket makes him look a little bit like the Gordon's Fisherman. That's Flexi over there. Well, I, I, w- I wasn't <laughs> going for Fisherman, man. Today it's it's all scary stuff, right? Ooh! <laughs> Happy Halloween. I am petrified now. <laughs> Thank you so much. We are, just for everyone's knowledge, we are recording this the day of Halloween. So any Halloween references that come up the rest of the show, there's, there's a reason for it. Don't be scared. Yeah, don't be scared. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. And then uh, that voice over there joining us, well, joining me in person and joining us, uh, he's one of the sellermen over at Made West and uh, one of my favorite beer nerds, Spencer. How's it going? What's going on, guys? Thanks for hanging out Of with course. Yeah, Thanks for the nice invite. Nice to I'm meet you. Happy to enjoy Halloween and nice to meet you too, Fletch, for officially Virtually making it happen, I guess. Orgy. Right. Virtually <laughs> talking to someone through a screen. Yeah. Hey. It's a modern era, dude. Right. <laughs> At some point, you'll see Flex stripping in the show. That, that like will, he'll yeah, that, first going to happen. Yeah. First I already took jacket. my sweatshirt off. I was already had a... <laughs> yeah. First, the jacket will come off. Uh, shirt may come off. At some point, he'll probably stand up, and you'll see the world's shortest shorts. That, and, that's definitely going uh, to happen. There's no maybe. Yeah. That's just how the, that's how well, the shows I, normally I, go. I brought my short short game, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. Respect. <laughs> now you just need some green ones. Just need some green ones. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we got a lot to get to today. As we said, as we record, it's Halloween, even though this is coming out a couple of days later. Uh, Spencer brought a tasty beer for us to share that I'm sure everyone, especially Erica, is going to laugh at me for. Uh, we've got some beer research to talk about. Flex was on a trip. Let's see if he drank any good beer. I went we somewhere. A, you went somewhere besides work. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple uh, of voicemails. Such a loser. <laughs> you lame <laughs> Got a couple of voicemails to get to, some booze, news, and so much more. Uh, let's kick things off with a little bit of hydration, though. Let's get all the laughter at me out of the way and uh, check out this beer that Spencer bring. Bring? Brought. Fuck. So it begins. Bringing it. <laughs> it's been berotten. <laughs> He brought to share Bottle Logic Brewing's Basic Math, and this is from last year, 2021. It is a barley wine. They say pumpkins, or as Nick would say, burly wine. Pumpkin spice latte inspired barley wine. Fresh barley wine brewed with pumpkin, nutmeg, cinnamon, clove, and ginger, then conditioned on Onyx Coffee's geometry blend of coffee beans and a final treatment of Vietnamese cinnamon. It is 10%, 35 IBUs, and has a solid four on untapped. Now, this is a big deal for you. This is a, yes, this is a little bit of a surprise for me. It tastes like a delicious slice of pumpkin pie, though, man. 
As, Straight from Marie Callender's. <laughs> I'm going to say Costco. Costco has the best pumpkin pies. Man. I do I do second that. Yeah, so good. And they're like 17 cents. It's <laughs> Per slice. You're right. It's like the world's biggest pie, and you can eat that cheaper than uh, making one. Um, yeah, as, as has been well documented on the show, I am a huge shit talker of pumpkin beers. And he's like, you want to try this? I was like, you know what? We'll try it. Erica will laugh at me, and we'll see how it is. So, um... What's the what's your uh, little schnauzer tell you? The, the, the little schnauzer. The little schnauzer. <laughs> My little schnauzer uh, is picking up. It, it's like a mix between a pumpkin pie and like a straight up PSL pumpkin spice latte. Like it's got that sweetness from the latte. It's For got sure. like the nutmeg and the cinnamon that you get in the pie, which I guess is probably on the latte. I don't drink that stuff. Um, here we go, everybody. Tongue jobber time. All right, that is like drinking boozy uncooked pumpkin pie it's like the filling of pumpkin pie you get a little bit of warmth not a lot though for being 10 percent, like it really hides itself well correct uh i think the thing i i pick out the most is the cinnamon it finishes very cinnamony which i appreciate it's not like super sweet no it's not heavy on the nutmeg either which yeah. nutmeg can be very uh in your super face dominant yeah yep. yeah it can be uh it's very thick it's very chew like <laughs> chew your beer <laughs> um it's not that bad no and it's a low carb so it gives you that nice yeah mouthfeel to it it's not bubbling away and it, it feels like you're drinking a dessert correct you know it's not uh not carby and and dry or anything like that like so. the, the the syrup on flan <laughs> just which is just <laughs> heavy on what, the pumpkin yeah, though <laughs> that's per- it's like pumpkin spice flan syrup there we go nice that's why you're the smart one that makes the beer uh i i'd drink it again Absolutely. Yeah, I don't. Hate Unfortunately, it. it's my last hand, yeah, but uh, <laughs> you've been sitting on that bad boy for a year. Yeah, buddy. And, and yeah. at ten percent, man, you know you're not going to turn that down regardless. No. Right. I mean, I I've been around Scott too much. I know better than to turn down ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> no one turns that down. So, anyways, well, thanks for sharing. Of course, of and, course, and for bringing over some of your cellar there. Um. All right. Lots to lots to talk about. I figured I'll I'll kick things off real quick. Last week, the homie chew your beer came over. To the house, and we brewed a, um, well, I guess you call it a Mexican lager. We're doing Pasole Palooza, as we've talked about. Yeah, so you chopping up a bunch of stuff and just putting it into the kettle. Yeah, so we what, did. What did you drop in that bad boy? <laughs> uh, some stuff I'm not too excited about. <laughs> tell, you, tell you right now. As long as it wasn't menudo, uh, hopefully it'll be okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I love Pasole because it's like menudo without all the gross parts Correct. in it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so, so we how, did a how Mexican many pe- lager. How many peppers? That's, that's all right. We'll get that in a second. We, we did a Mexican lager. We took out the corn and we swapped it with hominy. So basically, excuse me, basically the same thing. Um, and then peppers. We put not very very few uh, a couple of pepper two different types uh one's wahio and the other one is um escaping me they're both red one's very small one's larger and we toasted them first briefly and then put them in the last 10 minutes of the boil oh we also de-seeded them because um you don't want those spicy yeah yeah i i love spicy hate spicy beer so um toasted those put them in the last 10 minutes of the boil and let them sit in there even through like Whirlpool and cooling down and all that stuff and took them out when we transferred. So they were probably in there for a total of like an hour and a half, but only uh, only 10 minutes of the actual boil. Well, then they're just steeping in there on top of it, so. Yeah, hopefully just getting the color. True really wanted it to be like a red beer to match the basole. <laughs> that, that's fair. Well, the, but Wahios aren't too spicy, though. 
No, no. But it's the little the... ones that I can't remember the name <laughs> of. Those are the spicy ones. So we, we went light on those. I think it was like two of each or something like that. So uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We 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 did sample the wort before I dumped it all into the fermenter. And uh, of course, it was sweet because it was unfermented wort. But um, you know, it was just like a hint of pepper, which is hopefully how it stays. That, well, hopefully it lagers out and... <laughs> Oh, does well. well <laughs> about the whole lager thing. <laughs> so uh, I'm out of fridge space and I don't have time to properly lager this because we're doing this in a few weeks. And so I went to the homebrew shop and I told the guy exactly what we're doing. I was like, so you got like an ale yeast you can recommend? Because I'm, I'm not sticking this in the fridge. I don't have space and I, I you know, we got to do this quick. And he's like, oh, just use a lager yeast, Mexican lager yeast. I was like, are, are we sure about this? Like we're talking 70 degrees the whole time. He's like, yeah, yeah, you'll be good. Don't worry about it. So... I don't know. Spencer's probably <laughs> cringing, but uh hope you got this guy's name. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't get doesn't get too much acid on there. Should be. Yeah. If if or I sulfury. If I kill the keg that's in the kegerator in time, I could always like let it rest in the fridge, like do like the lagering process for like a week or something. I don't know if it'll matter at that point since I've fermented at seventy, but yeah, usually you want to start it off a little slower and then ramp it yeah. and then crash it again. But yeah, it um, a l- really, little bit backwards. It so took off. It write it, it out. Yeah, it finished in like three and a half days. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, loggers can still do that under cold temps. Sure, sure. But boy, did that thing! That thing was like throwing <laughs> half the beer through the blow off too. I'd I mean, say like, I did it frozen over a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I had which to, usually loggers are not known. Yeah, exactly. For that. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I'm a little worried. I did have to dump the the bucket a couple times because so much shit was coming out it kept filling oh, up buddy. And, um so we'll see what happens hey that's part of homebrewing dude yeah y- you know i can say with certainty because i've taken measurements <laughs> there is alcohol in it yep it, it looked like it uh attenuated out yeah but... <laughs> it's fully attenuated i think it's about 5.1 percent right now so uh with full certainty i can say it has alcohol so uh yeah at got least that you can going get for us good or bad at least you can get drunk off of it exactly. absolutely right that's, get hydrated right drink enough we'll get drunk off of it so anyways that, that was fun um what about you flex you, you were in uh, nashville yeah so i actually took a trip um to nashville with the family so it wasn't like a super hardcore beer research uh trip not with that attitude not no i'm excited to hear about this because my brother moved to knoxville so oh that's right okay so i'm I excited to, to hear about nashville i just got to drink uh some a bunch of yazoo brews i'm a big fan of yazoo brewing down there right on um had their pale ale their uh dark mexican lager their hot perfect ipa like all that stuff was on our resort so that was really nice to just have it on hand whenever you needed it just head down to any bar or restaurant you can get a bottle or uh heck yeah bottle or tap of it so that was pretty neat um caught bearded iris anywhere i could so i had a couple cans of their home style ipa which is a pretty solid banger um had their collab beer that they did with hattie bees which is a huge uh nashville how do, how do you say this nashville hot chicken or is it hot nashville yeah. chicken nashville hot chicken nashville yeah, so. hot chicken yeah so yep. they, that's a, a big spot down on broadway down in like the downtown nashville area and we actually Ooh. did the wait in line for like 30 35 minutes oh i've done that in downtown get... la for <laughs> yeah, yeah. Race. we've all been in those lines before yeah <laughs> Such so, a uh, I, I wasn't you know I, we've never been there we've you, you only heard about it and you see it through social media and stuff like that so we had the chicken we waited for it it was fucking delicious the best chicken i've ever had 
how they get the the breading on the tenders to not taste like straight up grease. Like I don't know if it was like flash fried or what, but it was uh just phenomenal phenomenal hot chicken. And uh I got to have Love the collab beer chicken. that they did for uh Bearded Iris did it with Hattie Bees for their tenth anniversary this year. And it was cool. a fruited pale ale uh with I think it was tangerine and brown sugar, if I'm not mistaken. So it's supposed to be like a sweet to the hot for the chicken. Yeah, it seems like uh, it would balance it out for sure. Yeah, and it did. It was actually really delicious. It was a a great concept, and I enjoyed that one. I caught uh, a can of New Grist Teal Hazy IPA at a hotel that my wife's cousin worked at down in Nashville. So uh, even like the hotels down there like to try and bring in some craft beer, some local stuff, which is nice. And then on the last day we spent there, I was finally able to make it to uh, Southern Grist. There you go. So that was kind of cool to check out that tap room. Um, Had four of their sours. And what was really nice about their tap room, or just their sours, is that the stuff, it's not like overly done. It's like not over-fruited. It's not like smoothied. It's that traditional you know, fruit flavored, but still that original kind of sour, light balance. Yeah, you're, you're not super puckering or like a, like a warhead. You're just like, no, yep. this is exactly nice tartness, like nice acidity, solid balance, but not like you're sipping on a smoothie, which is like sucking on a, a raspberry or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, I mean, their stuff was really good. I had a double IPA of theirs. I can't remember what it was called off the top of my head. It was like, mutant ape or something like that i don't know but uh that one was delicious and then on the way home i got to stop at tailgate brewing which is in the nashville airport Very cool. and i had their uh it's handy their, yeah i had their newest <laughs> uh hazy ipa on classic flex haze boy over here and, uh, <laughs> tell, <laughs> telling you that's some really good beer to have in an airport let me tell you mm, i bet so uh, things things i've learned in nashville though all right I've never heard of, uh, my, my mother-in-law was telling me about this. Apparently everything's slower in the South. That, that's like a, yeah. apparently like a well-known fact. You mean like lifestyle? Just everything, right? Everything. Way of life. So of operation, ter- just everything You know everything the term is... Sunday driver? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is Daisy. Monday. That is Tuesday. <laughs> that is Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Oh, that would um, kill me. Pe- people in Tennessee don't know how to drive. And if anybody listens and is in Tennessee, try and prove me wrong. But I've, <laughs> I've been there. And I, I've been there, and I've done that now. Um, so yeah, I was horrible. I was really astounded by that. They're just rolling down the road, no tear in the world. No, no, it was terrible. Taking it was, their time. It didn't matter if you were right lane, middle lane, left lane. It was the speed limit was fifty five, so that meant to go like forty eight. Oh, that would kill uh, me. You know? That drives me bonkers. Oh. I'd- my wife especially would not do well. <laughs> just, well just, it it especially made, pacing the car next to them, just being like, I'm going to have a, your mind just exploding. You're just being like, come on, can we just, God. just a well, little bit more, please, please. And that's how, that's how I felt. And I was a, a fucking tourist for God's sake, man. <laughs> you know, like, it's like oh, the is one, there traffic today? No, it's no, just, <laughs> yeah, I'm the one not knowing where the hell I'm going, what Different I'm doing, folks. driving this horrible <laughs> dodge durango which i don't know how anybody drives a dodge durango it's like driving a fucking school bus around <laughs> oh those um, are boats dude, <laughs> horrible. The, the turn radius was atrocious like the, the windshield to, like, wipers Austin powers your way out of a parking spot <laughs> yeah and the windshield wipers and the directional are on the same knob so oh, like you know how why? 
most cars Weird. have like one side the directional and then the other side you have the windshield wiper knob. Yep. Nope, same one. We were trying right. to figure it out for three fucking days. That's that's what they get for being owned by Fiat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fiat's making SUVs, you know it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, so it, it also made me think, you know, somebody living in Wisconsin, just how everybody drove poorly in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. When it does snow down there, these people really gotta freak the fuck out. I it's like well, it's like when people when it rains in California, it is yeah. uh catastrophic. People have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't really, imagine what it's really like. Sad. Did you, by any chance, head on over to Knox County and visit Mayor Kane? Oh, no. <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> we could have met Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. No, it's Kane. How dare you? The oh, brother yeah, sorry. of the I'm Undertaker. <laughs> Spencer, any chance you were a 90s wrestling fan? Uh, the only person that I remember playing from like Super NES was uh, Sting. Okay. So okay, right uh, that was a- NWO. That was Nintendo yeah. 64. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Sting was my yeah, Sting was my my guy. And was it the like the normal Sting or the black and white Sting? Could have been black WCW oh, World yeah. Tour, but you know, could have been. But that WCW yeah, he had the, the, the King Diamond uh, face paint mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, love it. For those of you that are nerdy like Flex and I, <laughs> Kane, the mayor of Knox, whatever county or something. Yeah. So yeah, my trip was awesome. I wish I could have hit up some more spot, like some more breweries and whatnot. But uh, oh, we did. Boom, get this shit. Got so it. we went to Bring this it. pizza place. It was supposed to be like a craft pizza place, craft uh, tap, whatever. They had like forty some odd taps, and yeah. some of them were good. A lot of them were uh, and. What, you, you have all 40 taps? Road. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I'll the, take uh, one suicide, please. The, uh, <laughs> the cool thing about it is they had a fenced-in playground oh. for the kids to go nuts at and the while you band. just sat there and eat pizza <laughs> and just drink beer. Door down and do what you want. Yeah, hey, just go nuts. I approve of that. I thought it was like probably the most rad idea I've ever heard, mm. and I'm trying to figure out why that's not a thing elsewhere. I mean, do you guys have Dave and Buster's out there? Well, yeah. It's the same kind of thing, just probably worse food. Well, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Most importantly, though, did you um, smuggle any beers home? I did not smuggle any beers home. I failed on that. How um, rude. But, you know, in my defense, we do get some bearded iris up here, and okay. we also do get southern grist every now and then, um, and being those were okay. the only two places I really stopped at, I wasn't or not, you weren't getting I didn't stop with at it. Bearded Iris, but yeah, I, I wasn't gonna, <laughs> you know, and I, I had my wife and the two kids and, you know, so all the shit that they bought still had to fit in the suitcase. You're yeah, like walking, in, <laughs> walking into the airport, you're like, honey, daddy's gonna need you to put this in your suitcase. <laughs> now, I need you to tuck it between your clothes because it needs some padding. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's get you a plastic baggie for this. This is gonna be great. All right, right next to your princess, we're gonna put this can of beer. It's gonna keep your princess nice and cool so she doesn't get hot on the airplane. I can see it all now. Yeah, all four of us shared one suitcase. Oh my God! Are so you that's suicidal. A, yeah, so that's where it, it's tough to bring stuff back. Then you had to sacrifice your space in the bag for your yeah. carry-on. Yeah, I know. I should I should have just packed like one shirt and one pair of pants for the entire trip <laughs> for your entire week. <laughs> Put I all my flex. underwear in my carry-on, and then just like <laughs> Flex is talking to his wife. Do you really need these pair of jeans? <laughs> Could fit a four-pack. Um, 
Well, that sounds fun. I've, I've not been to Nashville, and now, uh, based on your story, I won't be going unless yeah. I don't have to drive anywhere. And public parking, again, with the driving thing. Quite a few restaurants we went to, if you wanted to park in their lot, you had to pay. There's oh, like this really? city, yeah, there's like this city app that you have to download, and oh, uh, a lot of the so public dumb. parking downtown was like it too. So you scan the QR code. You put in your license plate and everything like that, and then it charges you by the hour. Gotcha. Doesn't matter where you are. I thought it was yeah. kind of nuts. So everywhere yeah. you go, the street parking is completely full, and yep. lots are empty because nobody wants to fucking pay four ninety nine uh, to park for an hour. I get that. Reminds me so, like yeah. downtown Ventura. That's what I was thinking of too. <laughs> yeah, you got to find it. I've never seen it like yeah. that anywhere else. <laughs> oh, so that, it's, it was it's, kind of astounding to me. It's fairly common in downtown areas. Downtown Ventura's got a lot of it. San Diego's got a bunch of it. For sure. Um, so, yeah. That's why you Uber, so you can get hammered and not pay for parking. Absolutely. Um, Spencer, I wanted to get a little nerdy with you since you work at one of my favorite local breweries. What's up? Uh, well, we, we talked about this before the show, but I thought, like, this could be a good nerdy piece on the show. Flex uh. had the, the great question, what is a Cellarman? And you had a good answer. Uh, so, Cellarman... Glorified janitor. <laughs> Isn't that every brewer, though? <laughs> that is very true. Brewing is 90% cleaning. Absolutely. 5% Master brewing. in the custodial arts. <laughs> yes. No, uh, cellarman being, um, like, uh, obviously, cleaning tanks, dry hopping, dumping yeast, harvesting, uh, being, you know, working on the canning line to uh, finishing knockout to... If you've been there long enough and progress to start brewing beer on top of that. So mm-hmm. it is the, uh, the backbone, I would say, of production brewing in general. Kind of like a fancy name for assistant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you've worked your Does, way. We pretty much do, you, you can do everything in the brew house. So I, w- I would, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a lot of the brewing though, right? Um, definitely getting up there in these days. So the, uh. That way the upper heads can focus on doing recipes, taking care of, you know, grain ordering and all the other shenanigans that I don't want to deal with right now in life. <laughs> <laughs> Math. But yes, but uh, give me a recipe and uh, I will make that happen from start to finish. Nice. Do you have any sort of like, ba- when I say background, like educational background from brewing or? No, nothing officially. Um, had, you know, homebrew experience. Uh, my buddy Tom down in Long Beach, shout out to uh, Rose Park Brewing, learned a lot from him and had an opportunity. I was building uh, uh, custom wine cellars, oh. so I was familiar wow. with wine and taking care of that end and working at a, a taproom bottle and pint here in town for the last four years, so was familiar with craft beer and wanted to, uh, had an opportunity, Made West had a calling and knocked on the door and they said, come on in. I wish I could say I didn't frequently see you. Come on, knock on the door. <laughs> tap room. Clearly, I have a problem because I see you almost weekly. <laughs> right. I mean, every now and We then. keep it cultural, though. Right. We're not, we try not to get overzealous with it. <laughs> but that's cool, though. So you're you're doing a lot of the, the hands-on brewing and making things work. And yeah, I, I, uh, I, I touch every batch of beer one way or another. That's awesome. It's hot. <laughs> and uh, a lot of quality control? Very much so. Yeah. Just gotta, Very much gotta so. got to make sure it's on point, right? Absolutely. As as it's, you know, attenuating along right. to saying like uh, new hot varietals. We've got a new uh, collab with uh, Fieldwork coming out. So mm-hmm. a bunch of New Zealand hops. Wanted to see how it was working out because the hops overall we were questionable on. But now 
when you dry hop it, it got straight like cotton candy oh, with the dry hop wow. edition. And then over time, just got this nice muddled resiny, you know, pineapple, super light, crushable, dry. Nice. Very excited with how this beer. Do you have a favorite out. hop to work with? Uh, overall, no. I'm just a fan of, of all hops because everything brings a different, you know, aroma profile to it. You know, every, everything interacts differently. But when you can meld them together to build this amalgamation, absolutely. But overall, I mean, Mosaic is always, you know, a fan favorite for modern, but there's different, you know, people say Mosaic, but people want like dank resiny or some people want this green onion chive kind of flavor profile to it. Um, Idaho 7's a really kind of unsung hero for a hop that uh, I really do like. A little sweeter. Um, but super, super delicious. Um, st- like fresh hop strata has been uh pretty big recently. Mm-hmm. Um, still not fully sold on strata, but like the fresh <laughs> hop stuff is always phenomenal. And I mean, we use, we use a fair amount of it, so it, it, we're doing something right with it. <laughs> That's true. And you guys are getting fresh hops in there? Uh, not with the strata, but I've had some from other breweries, uh, mm-hmm. artifacts. I had, uh, a fresh hop from them a couple weeks ago. That was phenomenal Nice when I was down in San Clemente. So what, what, uh, what beer are you guys making the most of overall hazy is our bread and butter for oh, sure. It's my favorite, uh, runner up, I would say would be pale. Then our IPA, uh, blonde or standard, and then maybe even light kind of, they kind of battle out between the two. Yeah. Uh, and then every time we do uh, short-lived our collab, that is hands down se- sells out the quickest. I mean, you so. guys—it seems like you're doing almost monthly the short-lived collabs. Uh, we, it's every quarter. Okay, is when is when when we do it. it seems so like there's always a new one dropping, which is not a bad thing. No, it's not. And, and we do uh, like limited in-house re- like releases, so that way we kind of keep things fresh and up to date. So we're not getting stagnant with a, uh, you know, beers left out anywhere. So right. We got some cool stuff in house that awesome. uh, doesn't hit the shelves, but <laughs> I mean, we still package it for cans. But you got you got to come visit the brewery, right. which is always fun. That's how. Were you had you started before they got the the Stone Distro? No. Oh, okay. That was uh pretty much kind of from the get go. It was pretty early. Yes, very yeah. very early. So that's why it like you see Made West here, Southern California, pretty much all over the yeah. place. Which is, I mean, you see it at Costco, which is yep, which is sweet. And those variety packs are a whole nightmare within themselves for packaging. So, <laughs> uh, for for many years, those were uh, all hand done. Oh, and, yes, and now oh, it's probably uh, not an automated way to like do multiple cases. Well, right? Now we've uh, set up with um, some other local vendors to get that situated. Nice, but uh, it's <laughs> still a nightmare to to get that all situated. You you can curse me time and time again. <laughs> Anytime hey, we go but to they're a... they're pff, all day long. Like oh we, yeah, we, people say like your stuff's every, like they're like your stuff's in Tosco, and I was like, yep. My parents get it up in Apple Valley every now and then. Wow, that's pretty good. So and I was like, really? That's surprising. It, it's the perfect party pack. It's got something that everyone loves. Absolutely. Uh, I love hazy. I also love pale. Flex knows I love pale. I talk. I definitely know you love pale. Yeah, pale is the uh, so good. Is my bread and butter. It's it's like the best pale. I mean, I tell everybody, hazy is by far the best uh, regularly produced IPA in Ventura County. Yep, consistent, like shelf stable. It's you you know what you're getting every time. Right, like sure, Casa Agria dropped some fucking bangers, but they're one offs. 
Correct. Uh, you want like a regular produce that you know you can get anytime. Made West Hazy. And that Made West Pale Heck is yeah. like the best pale ale out there. So that's that's that mosaic coming through though. <laughs> so good. So fucking good. <laughs> the sexual flavor flavors, wow, favors that I would do <laughs> to get some cans of that. Flavors so many and sexual flavors. flavors. Those yeah. would be some interesting tasting notes, let me tell you. <laughs> no banana. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't even want no banana in there. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Uh, I gotta come buggy at the brewery one of these days. Absolutely, just because I know you love when the the public stops in and asks you questions <laughs> while you're working. Oh, it's so much fun on the brew yeah. deck, and you yeah. just get. I feel like I'm in a like a goldfish tank, just right. people staring at you and being like, like sweating your ass off. Like, don't mind me. I smell like right. shit, and I'm working. But sure, I'll answer your stupid questions. Tapping on the window. Yes. Not even a window. There's oh, it's it's just, not even there, a window. No, it's literally oh, uh, my gosh. The, the bar sitting wraps around and the, the staircase runs down and we just looked right into the tasting room. <laughs> I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd assume there'd be some kind of close off. So I'm, I'm hope it's always nice because we that's where we store our cans up front. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes in front of the uh, they stack over in front of the whirlpool because we have a three vessel system. OK, so every now and then that's where you can just like lean over and step away for 30 seconds <laughs> and not feel like you're being stared at by some awkward child or people walking in the door or anything. Daddy, lunch sweaty man up there. What is he Especially doing? me come barreling down the staircase with my, with my steel toe boots, uh, rain boots on and everything. And the shorts, the people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Got a so, barreling bison coming down. <laughs> Everybody look out. Uh, what's a normal brew day? Like how how long? When when do you start? Uh, brew day, we uh, usually do double brews every day. Jesus. So we start uh, 6.30 for a brew day. Um, you know, hot water going in, 6.30. And then finishing out. you have to be there at 6.30? Uh, no, that means you got to be there about 6.15. Fuck. I why, like to be why, there. Why do you make that seem like it's so early, Greg? It's so goddamn <laughs> early. <sighs> Flex is like, I'm I, sleeping in. It's a vacation. It's <laughs> fucking weird. But uh, <laughs> it's like, well, especially if like, well, I don't have a, I mean, I've got like a 25 minute commute, which isn't too bad, but it's nice like if I just roll out and go into the brew house, yeah. but it's nice to kind of wake up before I show up and get the day rolling, get uh, my monster energy or... <laughs> <laughs> little so we have a uh, modern times uh nitro cold brew coffees oh nice but those things uh you got jacked up on those bad boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are crawling out of your skin real quick right but no, no it starts about six thirty, and then total um overall for two brews and what we can do within that we're done by four four thirty. all right obviously full day. yep full day and then if, obviously no hiccups along the way Right. Whether the boiler's going down to a pump going down, just little little knick-knock things that happen over time. You just never know what's going to happen. And, and most <laughs> importantly, like, what time is your first shift beer? Oh, always at the end of the day. Sure. He's <laughs> winking a lot, everybody. I don't know why he keeps winking. <laughs> it's what I call for the, the Pilsner Power Hour. <laughs> Which uh, we, uh, we got a gold GABF for uh, waxing and waning. In a oh, really? Keller, Keller's Wickle category. Nice. So little, little tons of local places. Little, got little some, tip of the hat for yeah, that one. A lot of metal in Ventura County this year. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Topa nice Topa, to us. So mm-hmm. very happy. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, dude. It's all, Cre- all credit to uh to Ben for that. That was his that was his baby, 
and he deserves every respect for it. So, well, <laughs> you had to sweat making it. So, <laughs> someone had to. Someone had to. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> well, uh, I'm stoked that uh, I'm going to come in and, and bug you while you brew someday. I won't be offended. Yeah. Should be mildly. Offended. I'll just ignore you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Spencer, what's this button, dude? Shut the fuck up. Worse than the kids that stare at me. Hey, Spencer. So. Hey, Spencer. Hey, Spencer. Spence. Right. Hey, Spencer. Spence. Spence. Yeah. If I Hi. just give you a can, will you shut up? <laughs> Might be more than one can, but yes. Yeah. No, just empty cans. That usually works out for the kids. To be honest, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, I like, I like, like the black can, the standard." Here you go. They're like, "Thank you." I was like, "Have a great day." They go, "Thank you," and they just. Walk off and I go, thank you, thank you. Yeah. All right. Nine cents, well worth it. Yeah, an empty but can. Who knew? Who knew? But they're intrigued, so it's nice that they're yeah trying to see what's going on. Right. Start it's a nice little, little trophy for them. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that's awesome. Uh, all right, before I my boner gets too big over here, let's... Right, right. Uh, Let's move on to some some other things. <laughs> Just keep asking questions about Made West all day. Uh, like I said, top of the show, we have two voicemails. One from uh, one of our favorite angry people, the Fontana Jim, and the second one, I have no fucking idea. So here we go. Fontana Jim's got some advice for us. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey there, craft beer radio. No Fontana Jim calling back in. Because I went to Great American Beer Festival. I went to GABF this year. And uh, I think it would be remiss if I didn't give a bunch of you people some outlines, some maybe some planning tips, tell you how to prepare for a beer festival, because this is knowledge that an old guy can impart on you kids. Sounds First like thing news. you got to do is you have to plan ahead. Now, if you're with a group, it helps if you all dress alike. Maybe wear some uh, some uh, clown hats, some clown shoes, maybe a big old giant red nose, maybe a top hat. Whatever you do, don't dress like the group of knuckleheads that all dress like giraffes <laughs> with big old giant fucking neck giraffe hats on top of their heads. That was ridiculous. The Easy second thing you have to plan ahead, you want to get something to eat. You got to get something in your stomach. Now you can have a beer during your pre-festival meal. But don't get crazy. It helps to better hydrate. I would recommend water, maybe iced tea. Get some greasy food in your stomach. That helps out a lot. Now you have to plan out your pre-festival meal with your normal body time clock. <laughs> and what I mean by that is a beer festival is not where you want to have to go poop. If you got to throw a deuce, you want to throw your deuce before you get in line to get into the beer festival. Hey, that's, that's valid so, advice. That's true. Yeah, I approve. Hydrate. Make sure you're nice and clean. Upstairs and downstairs. Get a little something <laughs> in your stomach. Now, when you get to the beer festival, you got to kind of go slow. You got to kind of ease into it. You can't just go hammering away right away. Because that's going to be too much too fast, and it's going to all end up in a mess. You got to start off easy, go start off light, ease your way into it. And if you want to go ripping and roaring towards the end, go ripping and roaring towards the end. The main idea is you want to enjoy yourself for most of the beer festival. I guess in retrospect, preparing for beer festivals is a lot like anal sex. You got to kind of ease into that. You can't go rip-roaring right away because it's going to be a mess and no one's going to have fun. You got to go nice and easy oh, no. before you get your rhythm. That's my Santa Jim tip for the week. Good night, all. 
Well, thank you, Jim. Guys, can you hear me? Oh, buddy. I ain't driving, but I am I uh, having some pizza and a couple beers with a certain fellow that you may be familiar with, the Fontana Jim. I also know, chew your beer, eh? <laughs> anyway, I just want to leave a voicemail. Cheers. Cheers. I don't know who that second guy was, but uh, I don't think he should be driving. No, no. Did he say he was driving while eating pizza and having I, I a couple think, of beers? Yeah, with Fontana Jim. Multitasker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One Fontana, that's legal. Uh-oh, that is probably. Good old Riverside County, man. Yeah. Do whatever you want out there. Uh, thanks, everybody, for calling in. 805-53-BEER. That is 2337. I, I will say, Jim brings up a great point. You do not want to have to drop that doozle. When you're at the beer fest. Ooh, that's the worst time ever. Yeah. There's nothing worse than beer fest porta potties. <laughs> and the only time they're already explosive. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> and the only time you can use those is like the first 30 minutes. Yeah, you want you want to be the first one to uh break its virginity. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the wife will not go past like 30 minutes into the festival. She's like, I'm not sitting on that. She's like, I'm gonna go right now when we walk in the doors. I'm gonna go in 30 minutes and I'm holding it till the end. Yep. That's, oh my god. That's why I worked in what beer a, festivals. What it's a nice champ. to to yeah. Chris and Anthony, like, cool, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're you're there early, you get to be the first one in. Yeah. Um, so words to live by and and uh yeah, take it slow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to repeat that. Analogy. No, just, we're gonna ease on out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, thank you both for calling in Fontana Jim and uh apparently Fontana Jim slash choose friend. Like I said, eight oh five five three eight beer. That is two three three seven. All right. Flex has been sober long enough. Let's answer the most important question of the night. In a world where craft beer is king, a world where muscles are bigger than growlers, only one tongue can guide us. One man, one tongue, one tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is Flex drinking. Well, well, well. Today, Flex is drinking Titletown Brewings. Red rum. <laughs> Isn't that fun? It's like Halloween, except technically now it's November. Um, so so yeah, I'm Does drinking... it look murderous in glass? <laughs> it, 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 yes. I mean, there's like some drippy blood on the can. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Um, That's cool. So it's a rum oaked imperial red. Um, so not a style I'm uber familiar with, but uh, I got hooked up with the sales manager for the Milwaukee, Madison, and Lacrosse areas, which mean absolutely nothing to either of you nope. uh, when it comes to the <laughs> geographical map of Wisconsin. We went out together, had a couple beers. He uh, kind of gave me the rundown on Titletown right now and how they kind of almost closed during COVID and then they oh. sold and uh, this new owner came in and he's very, uh, very positive and he's very much involved in the process that's going on now. Uh, so they relabeled all their beers. They're trying to become more modern. Um, he's making the brewing staff now brew a different beer every single month, uh, upon like all the flagships and whatnot that they, they do now. And that's, I believe he said this was one of those beers. Right. On. Um, so it is a, the can reads as does untapped a deep blood red. This Imperial ale was aged on splinters of rum soaked oak 
and a maze of hops. Come drink with us forever and ever and ever. <laughs> um, it's uh, 9% ABV. Untapped has it at a 3.75. Um, not horrible, but uh, on the old uh, schnoz. Old schnoz, yeah, little, sh- little schnauzer? Little, little schnauzer. Little schnauzer. Yeah. Little schnauzer. <laughs> um, Switching it up tonight. <laughs> it's a very faint rum. There's not a lot of aroma to the beer. It's like a, a faint rum, a little bit of sweetness in there. And then uh, without further ado, the, the tongue jabber. Oh, warm it up. <laughs> <laughs> Feels warm. So real low carbonation on this one. Super light bodied. Um, usually red ales, you know, they're uh, real malt forward, real malt bombs. Um, mm-hmm. This is uh, real balanced out. I don't know if it was the aging or what, but it's not an in your face kind of malt bomb. I bet the barrel kind of helped out with that. See, yeah. and I figured you would know. Um, <laughs> definitely get some oak characteristics and then uh, like the rum on the back end. And right for 9% ABV, I. I can't find the alcohol anywhere in this thing. Perfect. That's that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in yeah. something like that. Waiting for the this, problem. This is a really well done beer in my eyes. I mean, I'm I'm not familiar with the the style, but if you just handed this to me to drink, I would think this is like a I don't know five and a half six percent. Ooh, money. You know, nice red ale. So, um, cheers then to title town. Later, you're hammered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You get a little bit of dryness from it, from from the from the <laughs> barrel or anything, or oh, or not really. Dive in one more time. Feel free to take proper notes. No, not super dry. Okay, right on. No, not not no. Not too much residual sugars then. Cool. No, it seems like uh, hopefully that's a good thing. I don't know. No, it is. No, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but no, it's it, yeah, it's not dry at all. Actually, now you know, like twelve seconds later, my my tongue's just naturally starting to dry. So um <laughs> that means that means you need more. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, cheers uh to Brian who uh hooked me up with this one. Appreciate nice. the what, what do they call that when somebody uh just kind of gives you something uh the assist. The uh, assist the slide. Greg yeah. with the assist and the slide. Um <laughs> yeah so cheers to Brian and uh you know title town they they're right right up in Green Bay, like not too far from Lambeau Field. So if anybody's ever up there, check them out. They have a, a Pilsner that won a, a gold medal in 2010 at GABF. Ooh. Um, and, you know, like I said, this new owner is really trying to get them back out there. I said, hey, why haven't you guys resubmitted this, you know? Yeah, probably couldn't afford won, it. Yeah, 2010. And, and that's what he kind of was getting at. And so they're hoping for, uh can't remember what beer festival, some beer festival next year they're going to start mm. getting into uh so yeah, hopefully yeah, they cool. start getting the word back out. Right on. Well, cheers to Brian and Brian. I'll I'll DM you my address as well. So yeah. we can, uh... <laughs> share the wealth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, very nice. Uh, as it is Halloween, uh, I I came across the story literally. Li- well, literally. <laughs> that ten percent. Start over with that. Yeah, here we go. I'll take another today from uh, this website called Candy Store. They ranked the worst candy of 2022 it's not true i'll just start at number 10 and work my way down is it corn candy because man that's my number one which one corn candy oh you like that candy corn i do not that's number one that's my worst. oh you're number one that's my number one worst it's it's up there all right all right well we'll we'll get we'll we'll cross that bridge number (laughs) 10 the worst (laughs) number 10 good and plenty 
That is <laughs> the worst. That is the top of the list. I that should be number I'm, one. I'm just going to say it now. I completely agree with number one. Number nine. <laughs> number nine. Black licorice. Yep. Nope. Same thing. So bad. Nope, yeah. nope. Should be nope, number gross. one. I'd rather have pennies. Yeah. <laughs> number eight. Tootsie Rolls. What? No. What? Uh, like uh, just the chocolate Tootsie just Rolls or the flavored ones or chocolate what? Chocolate ones are fine. No, I like the flavored ones though. Oh, I, I can't do them. The I like the fruities? Like, yeah, like yeah. the the lemon, yeah. the cherry. No thanks. Hard oh. pass. Everybody uh, passes on the vanilla. Those vanilla ones though are oof, no. Oh. Yeah. I, those are those <laughs> are no good. I, no, no, <laughs> definitely not eating the vanilla ones. That's oh, I love it. <laughs> I, I don't even know what number seven is. It just says Mary Jane. I know that it's something very different. Not, not, not that candy. I'm familiar with, at yeah. least. I, I mean, oh, is is that like uh, that's like one of those um, gummies? Like I have fucking, Mary Jane gummies. Does that no? Count? It's like a, a honey. Jujube? It's like a honey on a stick, isn't it? I have no idea. It's like rock hard honey on a stick. It was well, that fucking appetizing. terrible. Yeah. We don't get terrible. that out here, at least. So. Yeah, I mean, it's Midwest. Yeah, uh, number six, and this is one of my favorites as a kid. Smarties. Oh, those yeah, are still why is classics. Worse? That's so crazy. Um, yeah, I would still eat those. Oh, trick or treating! Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, number five, the wax uh, little Coca Cola bottles. Oh, that's dumb. Those the, are weird. The wax ones are the the gummy like hard. Says wax. Then yep. The gummy pack. ones are good. Gummy ones are yeah are one of my tops. So. But the you wax to, ones are weird. I'll pass. Yeah, yeah. Like, like anything. Bite the cap off. Yeah. And then try and get out. So weird. Oh yeah, yeah. Absorbed by the wax. It's like I'll just have a Coke, thank you. Right. Yeah. Uh, number four, Necco wafers. Yeah, those number, are pretty gross. Number three, peanut butter kisses. I didn't even know they had peanut butter kisses. Really? And it sounds delicious. Never yeah. heard of those. I'm, I'm in. Number two, candy corn. Oh, there it is. And number one, and by far the absolute worst candy <laughs> in the world, circus peanuts. That's a oh. lie. This is the worst <laughs> list on the planet. So accurate. Other, other than those Smarties, this is the most accurate list we've ever had. How, the black licorice and the good and plenty at 10 and 9? Come on. <laughs> Maybe they should be like 3 and 4, but circus peanuts are definitely the worst. I can't believe people We're hate gonna, them. I can't believe you eat them. I can't believe yeah, you still, don't. What's <laughs> Maybe it's, I was West Coast boys. We don't understand it then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had, after the last episode, intern Brian was texting me like, yes, absolutely the worst candy ever. Like people were coming up to me in the streets. Not really, but uh, yeah. I bet, you know who I bet like circus peanuts? Live in the streets. Finland. Oh, the Finns. <laughs> yeah. I they also they love, love black them. licorice though too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. Not helping my case. Nope. <laughs> 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 uh brew dog everyone's favorite oh jeez. oh god they're launching a vodka line called bad beer vodka which i guess could be made with any of their beers uh brew dog is launching bad beer vodka a range of flavor forward spirits made from any batch of beer that doesn't make the brewers fastidious standards oh jeez. <laughs> instead of leaving the brewery beer is transported across the street to brew dog distilling company's state-of-the-art new distillery here it's run through the largest column still in Europe to create an exceptionally smooth and superbly silky vodka. The three Doubtful. flavors they're coming out with are original vanilla and toasted marshmallow and tropical guava. I want to know what Spencer thinks of this. I'm going to say a hard no. <laughs> That's a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, vodka is like my least favorite hard alcohol on top of it. So Yeah, tequila and vodka <laughs> at the bottom for me. I, they um, make me sick. But uh, there's... Uh, potentially in something going on with uh, distilling some pale ale. 
oh. from a place up in Ojai through Ventura Spirits. Mm. So, kind of familiar with that. what was going on right now, but I, yeah. I'm going to have to wait uh, two years to find out. Oh. We'll, uh, we'll see. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's a great way to, like, if you have any leftover beer that passed the expiration date or whatever. No, this was a post-fermentation pre-dry hop, so oh. fully attenuated to 5.6% and then put into to some big plastic totes and sent off to Ventura Spirits to be distilled. Nice. And then uh, fresh oak barrels up in Ojai. So uh, sweet. See uh, how that turns out. We'll find out in a couple of years. I'm excited for it. I'll drink that before I drink the Brewdog one. That's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and we'll we'll end it on this one. A drunk. I don't know why they're called master, but a drunk master was arrested for a container ship running aground in Denmark. A 33-year-old German captain has been charged with being drunk in control of a container ship that grounded off of Denmark. The 508 <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> got totally it. nailed got it. it. Yeah. Built in 1998, got stuck on sand early out in the early hours of Friday, having just left Fredericia. Sure. Uh, police in Funen, man, can we, I gotta stop doing European stories, received a report about the box ship at about 2.10 in the morning from the Maritime Assistance Service that had suspected drunk sailing. The sailing pattern from harbor to sandy bottom was apparently so unusual that the Funen police were called, were alerted and called, uh, according to police officer Kenneth, here's another one, Tenquist? A team went out to the Ragna to investigate. It turns out the captain of the ship was un- heavily under the influence of spirits. He was arrested and charged with suspicion of drunken sailing, after which he <laughs> sailed ashore in the company of officers. So, uh, what do we do with the drunken sailor? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Apparently, we arrest them. Yep, that's uh, it's the modern era. We yeah. don't throw them over. Uh... <laughs> no planks, just nope. handcuffs. Wow, no fun, Denmark. <laughs> yeah. I say, aren't you supposed to get drunk and do that? At least in a block of canal. Right. It's like pirates, right? <laughs> and completely shut down international travel for <laughs> for a month. Weeks, yeah. <laughs> oh god, that was awful. Well, he was trying. He didn't quite make it there. So good and, effort. Good effort. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways picture him moving the boat like thirteen feet. You know, like from start to finish. Like... <laughs> he just made an abrupt U-turn. Just... <laughs> yeah, I want to picture him trying to get out of it, Austin Powers style, just like. <laughs> I got it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, well, that's all we got for today. I'm gonna hit some music. We're gonna say hi to Vanessa. Oh God, I keep that's not music. No. Nope. Hi, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Slippery fingers. Spencer, Somebody thanks for hanging out. Of course, of course. Yeah, thanks I need for letting me hang out. Need another ten percenter over here. Yeah, thanks for coming and thanks for sharing beer too. Of, yeah, man. If you're thanks not for doing drinking, next and week, thanks for joining. Back. Yeah, I may have some uh, some more goodies for next time. All right, let's let's see what we got. Uh, find us at Craft Beer Republic and craftbeerrepublic.com. Of course, flex me a beer underscores in between and Spencer's on the gram at Scary Sport Twenty, but it's S underscore Carry underscore Sport Twenty. That's a C-A-R-Y. Yes. Short and easiest way to spell carry. Yes. Uh, anyway, so follow him. Don't make me repeat it. Too many underscores. <laughs> you two and your underscores and your weirdness. Uh, I think that's every... Oh, 805 beer. I hope everyone stays very well hydrated. And on that note, 
Good night, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.